Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jada Taylor, author of We Are Already Here, available on Amazon and also on my website, jadataylor.com. If you're looking to self-publish in 2021, come join me and be a part of my self-pub club. I'm available for ghostwriting, editing, coaching, and all your writing needs. Visit me on jadataylor.com or follow me on Instagram at thejadataylor. Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm, DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. Every day, DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. Official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast.
copy. <laughs> yeah, man, what's going on, y'all? It's the one and only DJ Chase, man, the pregame party miss podcast on 20 podcast networks on five radio stations, Monday night, Dynasty Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Star 107 FM, the Virgin Media Radio. And we got the one, the only Staten Island's own Spliff Chambers. What's popping? What's going on, y'all? <laughs> yeah. What's good with you, bro? Just chilling, bro. Remaining focused, like I said. Just yeah, yeah. keeping on the grind, keeping on the hustle, bro, and trying to stay motivated. Of honestly. course, of course, of course, man. Missing 200,000 plus streams on Spotify, Apple yes, Music, 100,000 on YouTube, man. Looking good. The numbers are looking, not, look, looking right. The numbers looking right Thank for 2021. Of course, man. So just a little bit about your background. So you're a, you are a Staten Island representative, man. How is that being from Staten Island? Um, Honestly, it's a blessing because uh, before it was a little bit hard, you know, having a rep Staten Island, you know, and mm. people looking at us as a forgotten borough, you know. Yeah, but yeah. now, look, people look at us in a different light. So, you know, it's like more of like a challenge and it's more of like a, a blessing to really be able to step outside of those paradigms and step outside of those narratives that people put us in, you know. So mm. to be able to to beat down those barriers makes it makes it feel good to be from Staten Island. Dope, 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 man. What part of Staten Island are you from? I'm from Port Richmond. Port Richmond. Okay, okay. So I know, you know, everybody know. You know, I got to ask. I have to ask. Like, uh, the Wu-Tang, <laughs> you know, did the Wu-Tang, they one of my favorite groups. So did they, yes, did they, did they influence you? Um, The Wu-Tang definitely had an influence on me. Um, One thing I will say, though, is as an upcoming artist, um, yeah. I definitely feel that we didn't necessarily take or derive a lot of our music or where we are going with the music from mm -hmm. the Wu-Tang. But we yeah. definitely do pay homage to them um, and they definitely show love to the upcoming artists from Staten Island. Copy, copy. You know what's funny? Actually, my first time ever in Staten Island, I lived in New York 30-something. I'm 34. I've lived in New York all my life. The first time I was in Staten Island was in March. I was like, this place is beautiful. Like, I never thought, like, it was, like I'm go because I had to go over the the, uh, the Verrazano Bridge because I was right. going to South Carolina. Uh, I was going to um South Carolina. And I'm like, yo, Staten Island is freaking beautiful, bro. And I'm just like, sure. it's crazy. Yeah, it's nice. Now, you grew up in a church. What made you want to be a rapper of all things? You could have been, you know, I know you play instruments. I know you do all that from the church. So, you know, what What made you want to be a rapper? Like, what did you just say, you know what, I'm going to just be a rapper? Believe it or not, I always, like, listened to music on the way to school. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. On the way to church. Like, you know, it wasn't just listening to church music. I was part mm -hmm. of the choir. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm still actively a, a performer in the choir. You feel me? I get paid to play for different churches and stuff. Oh, that's so, dope. Like, realistically, like, I always wanted to do something related to music. It wasn't necessarily that I wanted to jump into rapping, but I was just always good at writing, you know? Mm. Like, I'm a published poet. Like, mm. so it's like I've always just really been good at writing, you know? And yeah. from then, it just took off. Like, literally, it just took off. People just started saying, like, yo, you need to start writing more. You need to start getting in the studio. And then eventually, I ended up being on a regional tour where I was able to take that to another level. That's what's up, bro. And, um, you know, like, so who, let me ask you a question. Who influenced you as far as saying, I know, like, you come from, you know, you like mainstream music. Your music is very mainstream, right? So who's who would yes. you say, like, really influenced you? As you say, you know what? I come out the gate from, because listening, listen, being in the church, you, you can't really listen to too much secular music. So who's, you right. know, who, who influenced you, like, as far as, like, the mainstream artists? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I was listening to a lot of diverse artists when I was growing up. So like mm. my my range in terms of who I was listening to ranges from Casey and JoJo, you know what I'm saying? Um, Jason Mraz, Beyonce, Jay-Z, you know, Nelly Furtado. Like 
I was listening to like a lot of various different uh, musicians and it took me from that to Eminem, you know, yeah. like where he can literally lyrically demolish any beat, you know, and that just made me want to be able to literally get in the booth and start really trying to get work, work on my actual penman game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's Working dope. on my actual wordplay. And then I actually got blessed in the capability to be able to work with Coogee Rap, which is one of the pioneers. And mm. that was a blessing. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. And now, because your music is very melodic too, you know, the being in the church, did that kind of influence you in a way that it's like, you know what, because like, you're around all that music all day. So did it did that affect your melody? Because some, you know how I'm saying? Because like some artists, they copy Drake or they copy like a little Dirk or a Boogie, but I don't right. get that from you. I think you got that from the church. Is that true to say? Yeah, it's definitely true to say. <laughs> copy, copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, with that being said, now I was getting some music, Diamond Bite, which is actually one of my favorite records from your catalog. Uh, how did that, now that, that's the joint with Cash Money AP. That record is hard. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. How did that, how did you Shout get that beat? Money. Yeah, how did you get um, that beat? That beat actually was a blessing. Um, Actually, when I came across that beat, it was really more so like I was in a rut, you know, like mm. um, I was really more so trying to like perfect my craft and really get that sound out that people wanted. You know, mm. like I felt like a lot more times than none, like artists really like make good music, but they don't they don't have that content to follow suit with it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to do something like that to be able to show that line like to Staten Island, like, cause you know, a lot of people look at us as underdogs. Yeah, so yeah. I wanted to use Diamond Bite and thank, like I said, thanks to uh, Cash Money AP, it was just a beautiful blessing. It just, the way it came together. Yeah, you that's know, dope. Just being able to bring that type of energy to a record. Um, Diamond Bite really was just a, a war call for everybody else in New York, you know? Like, yeah, look yeah. at Staten Island, we got a lot of talent in here, you know what I'm saying? And we are the Sharks. That's y'all yeah. gotta watch out for it, Copy, know? copy. Yeah, man. And, you know, like I said, because your music is so unique in a sense because it's like a mix of, like, Caribbean. It's a mix of a lot of influence. And I, I, was, I was really listening to your, your music, you know what I'm saying? And it has a really, like, like I said, it, it's real different, you know what I'm saying? A different sound. And even, like, right now, the, um, the song Gallus, it sounds like he got it from you. Like, that song Gallus, that Ka Ka Capella Gray. I'm like, nah, yes, that's something, something is something here right now. So, you know, just to give you your credit, I definitely know that you got that sound. And do you feel like, you know what, I have to be pressured to make a TikTok song? Like, do you feel like you have to, like, that pressure to have to make one of those stupid dance songs? Um, Believe it or not, I don't like feeling pressured in that sense. Um, yes. I feel like if it's going to take off in that paradigm, it would. Okay. Um, and I don't rush, I don't rush the process in terms of that. Like, you yeah. know, if wherever the song is meant to go, it's gonna go. Like, would I love to have a TikTok, TikTok viral citation? Yeah, of course. Okay. But uh, for now, I'm not really rushing that narrative. You know, I'm just taking the music where it takes me. Copy, and that's very honest because a lot of artists, even now, my, my, my second favorite joint, well, that, this record is very tough. Written testimony, that's what I'm saying. Now, that got, like, the video was crazy. And I'm, I'm gonna go into the, I'm going to detail, right? So you got um a hundred thousand hundred thousand streams on the YouTube video, but you have the Fuji sample on top of a drill beat. Yes, how did sir. That, how did that come about? How did you you put that together like that? Um, believe it or not, um, the producer who made that beat, ID Crisis, he's actually um from France, so wow, he pretty okay. much put the thing together. Like he put the whole beat together, and I came across it. Cause I get beat samples from a lot of various producers. Gotcha. So I do the same thing. I came yeah. across it, 
and as I'm listening to it, I'm just like, wait, hold on, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And this was um, this was during COVID when we were losing a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it was like just hearing that beat, it just sang to me in a different way, and it was like, listen, I have to put this out there. But hearing that Fuji sample was more so like I had to pay tribute, you know what I'm saying? I had to pay tribute to something that definitely stood the the the, the stands of time, you know? That's a timeless yeah. record. So yeah, I that's dope. To be able to do something that would be able to translate yeah. to that and be able to show that. Listen, I'm showing homage. I'm paying homage to the Fugees. Yeah, that's a very creative record. Like that's that's one of the dopest records. Now the video you got the purge in the beginning. The purge, uh, you know, clip in the beginning. Is that because they filmed the first the um the the first purge there? Did they that that's what that privy to? Is that believe it or not, believe it or not, did I you know that? Even think of it in that perspective. I honestly just thought of the idea and the narrative that you know, the song itself would be dope if people understood a deeper meaning behind it. Yeah, you yeah. know, so something that people would be able to relate to being the purge. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has seen a purge movie somewhere somehow. You know what I'm mm. saying? So I just figured it'll be an easily relatable record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something that'll be able to captivate people. Like, all right. Everybody knows that when, it, you know, COVID season was really hard for everybody. So it just made it very easy to be able to draw the purge into that lineup. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like I said, cause I just seen the new one. I just saw that today actually, it's kind of funny. So, um, you know, what now, and also too, recently you just did the Fleet DJ conference. How was that too? I was supposed to go, but I didn't make it. But how was that supposed to go? How did that go? Um, um, honestly, it was all right. I, I wish I could have gone, you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Weather, gotcha, gotcha. I heard it was actually pretty dope. And okay. I wish I could have been there to be able to perform and tear up that stage. Copy, copy, man. With that being said, man, and I have to ask this. You, are you going to have the EP coming out, a mixtape coming out? What's up? Yes, most definitely. You can wait for that. It's coming real soon. All right, copy, copy, <laughs> copy, copy. How many tracks you going to put on that? It's about nine. Nine, okay. And if, if, if you have one feature, one big artist that you say, you know what, I because you're, 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 much, you're much better than the mainstream music, just to give you the credit. Do you feel like, what, yeah, what's one feature that you, like a dream feature, like a Sade, a Jay-Z, a 50 Cent, who's your dream feature? Oh, my dream feature is with Travis Scott. Mm, I can see that. I can see that. I can definitely see <laughs> that, man. All right, man. So any shows coming up, man, before we get out of here? What's up? Um, Right now, uh, my apologies for that. In no, the you're background. straight. You're straight. But, um, right now, in the future, I got a lot of good music coming soon. I'm actually about in the process of releasing a new record. Um, mm. and can, people can definitely tune in for a video for Diamond Bite soon, you know? That record so, is tough. That record is hard. That record is hard. I, I have to admit, that. that record is hard, man. And I always got to ask this question. I know you got PR. I know you got management. I know you've been on Hot 97, 105, all of that. Um, what's the, you going to stay independent or are you trying to get signed? What's up? Like I said, I'm going to just let the flow take me where it takes me for us. <laughs> <laughs> Copy, man. The one, the only, same as man. Give all your social media. How can producers send you beats? Because I'm a producer. You see, I'm in the studio. So how can a producer yes. send you music? How can he get in contact with you for them features? All producers, you can DM me at Spliff Chambers on all social media platforms. Spliff Chambers, S-P-L-I-F-F-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-Z. And on all social media platforms at Spliff Chambers, you can also email my manager and DM my manager at miloub86 at yahoo.com. Thank you very much. And copy, copy, man. Me. Now, of course, man, once again, like I said, thank you for coming on uh, the podcast, man. I'm going to send you the clips. I'm going to send you everything so you go ham with the promo. Uh, it's Worldwide Sounds Work its own, man. DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast on 20 podcast networks on five radio stations. You know what it is. DJ Chase, yeah. DJ Chase, appreciate you. It's a
official. Official. Come on. With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Welcome, baby. Tune in. Period.